Okay, guys, welcome back to the SKMMA podcast. Um, today we're going to do the fight night courtesy of the Yep. And our normal take and a little bit of news. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so where was the last UFC fight at before COVID? What city? Is it A, Jacksonville, Florida, B, London, England? C, Boston, Massachusetts, or D, Detroit, Michigan. Hmm. And this was a fight night. Because it was like fight night and then 250, I believe, was the first one held at the Apex due to COVID. Hmm. What were the options again? Jacksonville, Florida, London, England, Boston, Massachusetts, or Detroit, Michigan? Um, hmm. I don't remember what that was. When would that have been? In March 2020? Uh, May. May 2020? Yeah. I'm trying to think of... Hmm. Who was on that card? Was that Overeem versus Harris? Uh, let me. I think you are correct on who was on that card. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to put this together by pieces. Is it May? Jacksonville. Jacksonville, you are correct. Yep. Okay. I only remember yep. that. I remember the Overeem won that fight. Yep. Yep. It was at the Vice Star Veterans Memorial Center. They actually held like three, four events like late in a row. Too, so. That I didn't remember they did that many in a row. But... Yeah. That that was um, the Smith Teixeira was. Yeah, that was the, like two, the two before that was all at the Vice Star Memorials. So it's crazy that that might be the UFC second home now because 273, which we'll preview in two weeks, is also live from Vice Star Memorial Center, <laughs> Jacksonville. So but, yeah, I just I was I was trying to put the date and the main right. Event, and once I did that, I was thinking. Was right. It wasn't Detroit. Right. London, I kind of threw in there because I figured that might kind of trick me or something. I was thinking, but then I was Maybe. Trying, I, I remember when I was able to remember who was on the card, I know it wasn't a lot of UK guys. And if they're in London, there's a lot of UK guys. Right. Right. Like if, they, yep. if there's not a lot of UK guys, then uh, I know right. usually it's not a London card. Right. So, But already previewing the the card here, yeah, which is which is also live on ESPN and ESPN Plus. So if you have just normal ESPN, you guys can watch these fights. Starts at four o'clock is the prelims, and the main card's at seven. So just throwing that out there. And then we kick off with uh, Luis Saldana versus Bruno Souza. Uh, Luis is two and one in the UFC. The one win was a contender series <laughs> win. Um, and 
4.66 significant strikes. Um, Bruno Silva last fought back in November on the Usman Covington card. That was his only fight, and he lost. Um, yeah, just hmm. I don't know. This is kind of a weird. This uh, is Luis has nine wins by knockout. That's the majority of his wins. Majority of losses by decision. And Bruno has a majority of the wins by decision. All of his pro losses have been by decision, which is two losses. I'm going to say, um, these, are, these are, this is a 50-50, but I'm going to take Lewis. Right. I don't know who's going with this. Mm. I'm going to take Lewis just on a 50-50. Yeah, I'll, I'll play it. I'll go Lewis, too. He, to he's, reach, wins, so. he's won by knockout more than... Yeah. And he's got a three-inch reach, too. And he barely outdoes him, but he outdoes him by a seventh of a strike, so. Right. Yeah. Is that mean yeah. shit? No. But. Yeah. Right. And if I'm yeah. taking a look, I'm breaking out statistics. That's the closest. It's right, closest. exactly. So, plus, I mean, Luis is an inch taller, three-inch reach, so. I mean, he's got that, so, I don't know. It's just kind I'm of like another. you said it. Tough one to call. Yeah. Well, this is this next one doesn't get easier. Messias um, <laughs> Kulu versus David Dubrock. Um, good, good records here. Is yeah, he's only lost one fight. He's three, four, five, and one in the UFC. Uh, three point eight eight significant strikes. One point two submission average. One point seven five takedown average. Uh, David is actually undefeated. He's three and zero in the UFC. Um, 4.46 significant strikes per minute. Uh, let me pull up the... One is last fight by submission. Knockout. Um, Mathis has a majority of the wins by decision. All our two of his losses have been by knockout. And David has actually majority... He has eight wins by KO and submission. And a majority of losses by decision. Um, it's a tough one. Good. 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 You know what? I'm going to say this fight goes to the ground, and I'm going to go with Mathis. Oh, I think it's the ground. I'm taking David. I'm I'm going to say this mission. fight goes to the ground. If it goes, yeah. to the, I think it favors Dovrik. He's the submission guy. Yeah, and, but. Yeah, but Mathis has a 1.16. Attempts. He doesn't get them. What's that? Those were attempts. Oh. He doesn't get the submissions. Dovrik has eight submission wins. True. Including his... I'm I'm still going to stick with it. I'm going to stick with it. I think he does go to the ground. I think Dovrik gets him a submission. Yeah. I just seen submission average on ESPN website. I just... I guess I assumed, yeah. And well, the submission average is how often they go for them, right? So, so yeah, I think Dovrik. Yeah, I'll take Mathis. We'll go that way, but I think it will go to the ground. I just don't. I'd say it go Dovrik's way, right? Um, yep. But then we move on to Jennifer versus Manon for the Uh Jennifer Maya is three, one, two, three, four, three and four in the UFC. Um. 3.76 significant strikes. Um, and then 
the other Manson is undefeated 3-0 and in the UFC. Um, I think I'm just going to – I don't even think I really need to look up the – I think nah, I'm going to Manson. Yeah. Manning. Manning all day. She outstrikes her undefeated. Yeah, I'm not even going to look up the – Yeah. I think she means it. Oh, yeah. I guess I will since I've done it. Maya yeah, has been more than by decision. And Manson has majority of wins by knockout. Yeah, I'm sticking with yeah. my pick. So. Yeah. You're going to take a man in there? Yeah. Um, no. I think that's. Let me move on to Dennis Tillillian versus Alice Cub Kirchev. Alice Cub is viewers. only fight was on the UFC Contender Series, and he won. Um, landed six significant strikes per minute. And I don't think this is right. It says his takedown average is 18. Do you really think that that freaking fight only went one round? Nah, it, that, that can't be right. Some of those stats are off. And then Dennis hasn't fought in the UFC recently, and he's, like Kevin said, he's making his UFC debut. Um, yeah, I just saw that. I just like looked at that. I'm like, there's no way he averaged 18 takedowns. No. Uh, Asklev has a majority <laughs> of wins by KO, but he has four wins and four. He has four wins by submission and decision. Um, undefeated, by the way. If I just throw that out there. And then Dennis has eight of his nine wins by knockout. Um, <sighs> I'm going. Alice Cub. Yeah. I think just the. Yeah. I think he's I think, a minus 900 favorite. Yeah, he's got a shorter reach, but. It doesn't always just, matter. It's just something about the undefeated fighters that, you know. That, I think I just you know. think he's got it. Yeah. So, I'm yeah. Really, I just think. Um, let me get another tough one to call. Right. Dana. Versus Chris Gutierrez. Uh, Chris is has only lost twice. He's two, four, five and two in the UFC. Or no, he's five, one and two. I just looked and see the one was a draw. Um, four point six three significant strikes. Um, and then his opponent is three and one in the UFC. Uh, six point two eight. Significant strikes per minute. And then if I go to the knockout thing here, uh, Chris has a majority of the wins by decision. Also, majority of losses by decision. And then the other guy has majority of the wins by knockout with all of his losses by decision. Um, um, I'm taking I'm that grill. Yeah. Um, yeah. On a three-fight win streak, yep. high output, knocking everyone out. Right, he's got that reach. I just don't know. I think it definitely. He's the shorter fighter, believe it or not. Right. Yep. But he's got the reach. Um, yeah, yep. I, just, I think that grew. That's one. That's Fight kind of a one. name you can't. It's kind of a cool name. He's a version back. <laughs> the grill. Yeah. And we get Sarah McMahon versus Carol Rosa. Man, what happened to McMahon? I remember when they thought she could beat Lana. Yeah, her uh, her record's just not that good. 
I'll just leave it at that. She borrowed us for the belt back in 2014. It's just her first fight in over a year. 14 right. Last fought. Last fought was Julia Pinion, January 2021. Yeah. So, 2.32 significant strikes per minute. And then Rosa, undefeated, 4-0, um, 7.88. I think I'm going to take Rosa. Just, I, I, just, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's Maya. Yeah. McMahon, yeah. I just, I don't think she's, yeah. Sarah McMahon has a majority of the wins by decision, and Rosa has majority of the wins by decision. So, yeah, yeah. I think, I think yeah. Rosa definitely has it. I think McMahon's on the downswing. She's 41. Right. I yeah. think she might retire after this. Possible. Um, Possible. She might not. Never know. Um, let me get a good end of free ones. Neil Magny yeah. and Max Griffin. Yep. I agree. Um, uh, Neil Magny. Um, he's got he's got more wins than losses. I'll just put it at that. He's he's been fighting since 2013. So he's been fighting a lot. Yeah. Mm. Uh, lands at 3.67 significant strikes per minute, and then Max Griffin. He's kind of lost. More than he's, or is he about even? One, two, three, four, five, six. One, two, three, four, five, six. No, he's a, he's six and six in the UFC. But he is on a um, streak. That is true. Yep. Got it together. He was three and six, and he's starting to get it together. Yeah. Magny's on a one yeah. fight win streak. Uh, I mean, this is a tough one. Magny, majority fifteen of his twenty five wins are by decision. Uh, majority losses by the submission. And then Max has a majority of the wins by knockout with a majority of losses by decision. Um this is I, a, think a gonna, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna take that 80-inch reach and deal Magni. See the thing is Neil Magni's really good and he's always this guy for people to get by. Right. Max Griffin seems like he's figured it out or something. Right. He, he's starting to win. He beat Carlos Conduit last fight, which is a good fight. Right, yeah. Um, so, I don't know. Griffin, I'll give you a chance. You're going Griffin. Okay. I'll give you a chance. You're behind by a good bit. Right. Five by seven you, fights. That, that's, that's one I think Griffin can win, so it may end up hurting you. Last time I said I'll give you a fight, I won it. Right. So, sure. Um, but I think Griffin, I don't know. He's, he's three and six. Got on a three-fight win streak. Good win last time. Just, I think he's turning it around. Right. Yeah, I, think I mean, he something out in his camp, or he's got a new camp or something, and he's right. like a contender in there. And if he can beat tonight, then he'd be a contender. Right. Yeah. Because um, I, because because I think Neil Magny's right, isn't he? I do. So yeah, I mean that's very possibility. Yeah. Well, mm. Let me go and open the main card. Mark Diarcus versus bald white guy. Uh, Boris. Mark, I now say his last name. Mark is three, four, five, and one, two, three, five, and five in the UFC. Um, three point oh six significant strikes, and then Boroshev is undefeated in the UFC. He last beat Dakota Bush, which I mean that's. I remember it, that knockout. It was vicious. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I also looked too at the date he last fought on the first. 
fight I carded. Yeah. Of the year this year. He was just a lot of people. I think he was going to win. And, uh, right. Six one point six point one six significant strikes per minute. Um, for the other thing, uh, Mark has a majority of the wins by decision, with a majority of the losses by decision, and then Borshev has five of six wins by knockout, and his one loss is by decision. Um. I think I'm going to go Borshev. Yeah, I agree. Borshev's going to get him. Even though the reach says I should go with... Well, you Mark, these two. You just think, oh, that Mark is going to murder him. But Borshev's a little... Right. Yeah. Dog in there. Yeah. I mean, significant strike accuracy of 66.30. So, according to ESPN. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to go Borshev. Um, right. Let me get... So we got a... Big vet in the next one. Yeah. This one. Otafi <laughs> versus Aleski Olenek. Olenek. Elar. Nine wins. This is going for his 60th win of his career. Elar is, he's, uh, he's about even, I'd say. Too many to count here. But uh, lost to Derek Lewis. He lost to Jan Bohovich. So that's a couple of his key losses. He's not a one-fight win. <laughs> 1.84 significant strikes per minute. Um, and then Alexi is, yeah, he's got a lot of wins. <laughs> but also quite a few losses. Quite a few, um, but... He, he's on a three-fight losing streak, losing to Derek Lewis, Chris Dawkins, and Sergey that fought last week. Um, All three of them, though. Yeah. Thomas. Right. Yeah. Dawkins yeah. is in the main event. Lewis has been a main guy for years, and Spivak looks really good. Just broke into the rankings last week. Yeah, yeah. so. 3.55 significant strikes for. Um, then if I go to the other thing here. So, I just. I don't, I don't know. Like. He's uh, so um, a heavyweight. Right. He's a light heavyweight. That is true, yeah, because the uh, Mahomes you, was a light heavyweight. Yeah, he, he said on um, yesterday he's done fighting in light heavyweight. He's going to be heavyweight the rest of his career. Right. His heavyweight debut. Right, yeah. And then Elar, his majority of losses are by decision and knockout. That's his only losses. And then Alexei has a majority of the wins by submission. He has 46 of his 59 wins by submission. That is what? <laughs> Yeah, and then guy. his majority losses is by knockout. He has nine losses by knockout of a 16. Um, I think I'm going to go with the vet. I think I'm going to go with the guy going for his 60th month. Yeah, I'm going with Oleski. I think he's going to – I think he's just big. Right. I think it's going to yeah. go for Tiffy. I don't think he's going to be used to the heavyweights yet. Yeah. Um, he could be a good heavyweight. Might I mean, get him to the ground and spit him. I mean, he's got code for 20 submission. by submission. Is, so. He is an expert in submissions. Right. This next one I'm really torn on. Ugh. Oh, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> a tough one. Um, Kai Kara France versus Askar Askarov. Uh, 
Askar is three and three three zero oh, and one in the UFC. His, he went to a draw with Brandon Moreno in his UFC debut, and then three points. Yeah, and then he has a three point three three significant strikes per minute takedown average of two point seven five. Uh, Kai France, he's lost twice, and then he's three, four, five, six, and two in the UFC. He's on a two-fight win streak. Last beat Cody Garbrandt, who was making his debut at Flyweight. Makes me want to pick him just for that. Oh boy, I figured he'd say that. Uh, Askar has a majority of the wins by submission, and Kaikar France has a majority of the wins by knockout. But he also has nine wins by decision. I want. I don't know the knockout power. And when he did the guard ramp. Right. But I'm going Askarov. He, he, he he's he's going with Brandon Moreno toe to toe. He yeah. just um, Joseph Benavidez, who at a point beat Henry Cejudo. Right. Um See, but I'm a real big Kai Car France guy. I am also. I like him a lot. And I think <sighs> get it done. I just and I, I and I desperately want Kai Car France to get a title shot. I think Askarov's the next champ. So. Like, I think he beats, he beat Peter Young. Or not Peter Young. Um, Figueredo or Marino. Figueredo, yeah. I think he could beat either one. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Askar. I, 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 I like, I'm rooting I got to play it safe. Win this. As much as I want Kai Carfrance to win that, I just, I don't know. Because I'm an American back during World War II. I'm rooting for France. Right. Just don't know how much I have for him. I'm not going to be upset if Kai Carl France wins. <laughs> I'll just put no. it that way. That's what I'll no. be happily wrong on. Right. Um, no, same here. So. Then we move on to Matt Brown versus Brian Barberina. Good name. Uh, <laughs> uh, Matt Brown, he's been fighting since. 08, he was on the Ultimate Fighter uh, back in 08. So, he's, yeah, got quite a few wins, quite a few losses, just going to put it that way. Uh, 3.68 significant strikes. And then Brian is, yeah, he's, he's been since 2014. Got Too quite much. a few wins. Yeah, so, uh, lost to Colby Covington, lost to Leon Edwards. Yeah. So. I'm gonna go with the vet, the vet, vet, Matt Brown. Matt Brown. The uh, knockout power still there. He showed a last fight against Lee. Right. Fifteen of his uh, twenty-three ones by knockout. Majority losses by dis- submission. And then uh, Brian ten wins by knockout. Majority losses by decision. Uh, it's a pick and fight. <sighs> I just think Brown saw the power and he showed it and. Um, Brian didn't bring on a decision. Pretty much what I'm calling now. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna go Brian. I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna go Brian. So I'll I'll go opposite this time. So yep. when he bets against the vets, when I take them, never goes well. Hey, 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 hey! I actually picked a vet and the heavyweight. For I, I know, but I said when I pick against when I pick the other vet. <laughs> Right. Yeah. Whatever. It's whatever. So we'll see. 
I mean, I kind of been looking into this. I can understand why it's a co-main, because I, I, I guess they're really hype. Um, right. So, and they're trying to build her up. So, right. like, that's why this is the code to try to give it some. Right, right. But we get Alexa Grosso versus Joanna Wood. Uh, Joanna Wood has more losses, I believe, than wins, it looks like. Um. 6.71 significant strikes per minute. She's on a two-fight losing streak. One of them losses is to Lauren Murphy, which, I mean, Lauren Murphy is is good. I mean, um, oh, I already know who I'm picking. Uh, Alexi is um, two, three, four, five, and three in the UFC uh, on a two-fight win streak. Um, I'm going Joanne Wood. I think Grosser destroys her. I'm going with Joanne Wood, and you can look at who Alexa's last fight was against and who she beat. <laughs> if you want to look that up. Oh, I know who it is. Yep. Not doing it. Is Alexa Grosser is good, though. <laughs> I think Joanne Wood's going to do it. I don't. Uh, oh, I just, well. I got I got time to make up fights, so I got time. So yeah, bottom line. So yep. Um, then we go to the main event: Curtis Blades versus Chris. This is another one that's tough to call. Um, uh, Curtis oh, Blades. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Nine, ten, and one, two, three, ten, three, and one. The one was a no contest. It was an overturned fight. Uh, three point four four significant strikes per minute. Uh, Six point two seven takedown average. Um, Chris Dawkins coming off a loss to Derek Lewis at the end of last year, but he's four and one in the UFC. 7.71 significant strikes per minute. And Curtis Blades' majority of the wins are by knockout. All three of his losses have been by knockout, though. So, yeah, Dawkins lives and dies by the sword. Yeah. And then... Uh, so his last fight was Derek Lewis. And then Chris's majority of the wins are by knockout. Majority of losses by knockout. So... Uh, I, I just don't know because Chris Dawkins, he is a tough guy. He can take a punch, but I just—I'm—I'm oh. I'm taking Blades. I like the Dawkins brothers, but yeah, I think I think I'm going to take Blades in that four-inch reach and inch advantage. Really good against Lewis until Lewis caught him. Right. And Hawkins yeah. did not look good against Lewis. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm going to take Blades and take yeah, Blades. Yeah, I'm going to. Curtis yeah. Blades. Yeah. That's so. Lewis also. Right. I think it's and, a good uh, thing Right, yeah. I mean, winner of that's moving closer to possibly a title shot because I think they're both ranked decently high, so. I mean, yeah, and I don't know what's up with that. The heavyweight division right now is kind of... Yeah, 
I mean, with Francis being out for so long. Francis out. Then... You don't know what John Jones is doing. You don't know what um, Stipe's doing. Right. Um, and, yeah. So, I mean, do we just do maybe God versus Tuivasa for hitter? If either you could, if Stipe you could or... argue Blades versus Scum if you wanted. Right. Or Tui. Or... Or you could argue any combo of them. Right. Yeah. I think. So. Yeah, the heavyweight division, it's in a weird spot right now with Francis having surgery and being out. Definitely a weird one. So, and then one fight to just go over, um, Casey O'Neill versus Just Guy for 276. I think, I think like you, me and you kind of talked about yesterday when I brought it up to you, I think it's just kind of a, here's another potential easy opponent for you, you know, because they're trying to push Casey O'Neill, which I don't blame him. I mean, yeah, um, O'Neill's a good contenders next year. Yeah. So. yeah, she could be fighting for the title at the next year, middle of next year, or something like that. Maybe even twenty twenty four. I mean, you know, it just depends. So, yep. So, uh, with that, we'll transition into Kevin's take. It's not really anything big. Well, what's with UFC kind of piggybacks off arrested? last week? What's with everyone getting arrested? Yeah. Conor McGregor arrested for driving. Or yep. Colby gets arrested. Right. Um, and then Chael Sonnen. Chael Sonnen facing a federal charge. He, 11 of them. Uh, yeah, 11 and one federal. One of them is federal. Yeah. Those are misdemeanors. Um, right. Yeah. And somehow hasn't been in trouble. Right. Shock, he hasn't done that. Right. Yeah. And, yeah then, the and, then, and then you basically got Nate Diaz who sent a tweet saying, you know, just, just stop being idiots in that, you know? Like, I mean, that's like the least, that's like the last person I would expect something like that to come from is Nate Diaz. Because I, I, I just, I guess like the rub I get off of Nate Diaz is just looks like one that would be like what's happening to like Jorge and Colby, you know, or. Not Jorge, or not Colby, but Jorge and, like, Connor, you know, like, right. I, I don't know. That's just kind of the rub. Like, it's just, it's crazy that, yeah, Nate Diaz was, oh. like, telling all the UFC fighters, hey, just stop doing stupid shit, you know? Yeah, you can't get a fight. You know, like, oh, no. yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. It's just, it's weird. It's very weird. Like, just doesn't make sense that like all of it just came like all at once, you know. Like they all happened. I mean, like the sudden stuff came out like just shortly, and then shortly after the Jorge miles it off arrest, and then then just a day or two later after that, then Connor got yeah. It's just it's weird. But... It's just been a crazy time, and I just don't get it. Like... Yeah, like why all of a sudden now? <laughs> like. It's been a thing lately, though, because Connor in the past, too. Right, yeah. It's just not within, like, the last two weeks. Yeah. It doesn't do Do shit. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so. So, yeah, as always, thank you guys for listening. Uh, Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, at SKMMA Podcast. Um, We'll be back Wednesday, and then... Probably won't be back until the following Saturday to preview the 273 card since there's no fight night next week. 
they're taking the week off. So we'll probably be back Wednesday, and then we'll probably we'll be back till the following Saturday. Saturday. But me and Kevin yeah. will discuss that off and figure what to do. So, but we'll keep you guys updated on Wednesday's episode, what's going on. So, so yeah, uh, I think that's all. It wraps it up. So have a good one, guys. Thanks yeah, for listening. See you. Bye. Bye.